0: This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host Jason Glick. Hi, Jason Glick. How are you? I'm good. John, and yourself? Uh, you know, uh, it's not anime anymore, so. Like, <laughs> no, don't <laughs> remind me. Goddamn it! It's like <laughs> another another
1: fifty weeks until the the next convention, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got Comic Con coming up. That's not the same, but um, yeah, it's like that. I'm looking into other conventions to attend to yeah, alleviate the, uh, the con depression right there.
0: Hey, hey, but you know what? You say it's another 50 weeks. I say it's just another 25 podcasts.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's another <laughs> way to look at it.
0: So. <laughs> we'll be counting down the podcasts until Fanta May of 2018, okay, everyone? Thank, thank, you for,
1: thank you for recontextualizing things like that, John.
0: <laughs> no problem. Anytime. What are you going to talk about tonight?
1: Well, I guess at this point, it can only be one thing. It'll be um, Wonder Woman. Because after three films in the DC um, Extended Universe, um, they have finally made a film which, A, um, has not only made money, but, B, is critically acclaimed as well. Because I'm talking about Wonder Woman. And I did go out out to see it last week, and I liked it. It's like, I, I... like, I thought that um Gal Gadot like you know I, she did a good job in um she was one of the better parts of Batman versus Superman and she did a did a great job as it's like like as the Amazon as the Amazonian Wonder here it's like so did so did Chris Pine as as Steve Trevor basically like showing that gives a human face like of like of suffering in World World War One and like most of the supporting cast was pretty was pretty good solid as well the uh, well I liked it I was not. Overly passionate about it because I guess it's even despite it's World War One setting, it's still kind of a very straightforward um, origin story, and um, I'll, I there weren't a whole lot of like um surprising twists. It's like like throughout as well. I mean, the action was was um handled pretty well. There were some very um impressive like um like shots that were that were framed like the point where where one woman is um blocking all the bullets with her shield in over no man's land. It's like in the middle middle of the film, that was that was something um, worthy of framing. It's like it's like so there, like I said, it was a good film, it just wasn't something I was blown away by. I've heard differing things from my friends, which they were um they were like I think they're actually a much bigger Wonder Woman fans than me. Um one of my friends said was um very like thrilled that they got that they um that the film was just like like good for lack of a better term. And another was, like, thrilled just simply by the fact that, you know, we've actually got a, uh, like, a female-centric superhero film, and even if it, you know, didn't tell a, uh, like, a particularly original story, it's at least provides a framework um for, like, you know, for better ones to be told, you know, now that we've taken this first step right here, you know, well... This is assuming that DC actually gets off his ass and signs Patty um, Jenkins for um, Wonder Woman two, which they haven't yet. But you would think um, they would they would go ahead and do right now because if they don't, there is going to be a whole lot of bad press um, if like if that doesn't happen. But still, like I said, go ahead and see it. It's like it's a good movie and it's surely more worth your time than checking out the um, the Mummy. Which good God, I mean, it's like if you are trying to launch a, a big cinematic universe. Like, surely, like, Sony should have taken a much firmer hand that than to give it to the guy who uh, co-wrote the last, the, um, like, the first two um, New Trek movies. It's like, and just to make sure that, you know, it was actually good, as opposed to, like, you know, just, like, like setting, trying to set up, like, a 10-film um, series based on their um, monster universe. Anyway, but another, um, hopefully, um, Welcome knock-on effect of the Wonder Woman movie; it like, h- helps sell um, comics about about the title character as well. Which you know, like I have not read as much uh, Wonder Woman comics as I should over the years. I did do a podcast so like a, like a couple of years back about um, the Brian Azarel Cliff Chang run of the New 52, which is one of the highlights of the reboot. It's like that is that is still worth your time. It's like like, and I also appreciate the fact that the uh, film adapted the. Uh, it's like like um the uh, the revised origin that it, it provided for like for Diana that she is you know not born out of clay but well I guess you know telling I get, like if you want to know her revised origin go pick up the uh, first volume of um of the Chang azarella run or I'm um, go see the movie and you'll find out what it is so because her traditional origin has been that she was she was made out of clay and um it's like and brought. And brought to life by the by the wishes of her of the Queen of the a- Amazons, Hippolyta. Now, as uh, now, while this is the accepted origin for a lot of um, Wonder Woman's um, adventures, another one um, that also tells a a revised uh, version of her origin was um, Wonder Woman Earth One by Grant Morrison and Yannick Paquette. And that came out last year, and it had some some, inter- some interesting ideas, um, particularly like you know, from the just from like uh, like like Morrison like you know trying to recontextualize um, woman women some strive for equality it's like you know in a modern setting while also dealing with all the crazy ass bondage stuff that her creator William Wilton Marston threw in it's like at her at her origin as well it's like it, it's like I liked it but at the same time it's like it's it was also kind of a story that you know basically um came out as like you know hey this is the story he had to tell you before we told the uh, stories he wanted to tell you. It was basically nothing more than, you know, setting up, like, Diana's origins. It's like, before you can actually tell her, like, you know, show her as the, like, you know, ambassador to man's world. And, like, you know, for all the clever stuff, such as um, setting up, um, like, Etta Candy as, like, you know, a fun, fun-living bisexual, or I'm recasting um, Steve Trevor as an African-American who completely identifies with the, uh, It's like, you know, the uh, the oppression uh, that um, Diana identifies, you know, g- g- against women in man's world, it's like it's like there's um like, it's like it's like I said it's just I-, I wanted more from it than just like you know a sim- like a simple origins like origin story it's like and it's like like I said for the good idea it's got some good ideas but you know it's like I'm waiting for um, Earth One Volume Two so and there's no sign of that now. I was kind of hoping that I'd get, you know, like a proper, like fully, fully formed origin story from, like, from the from one of the, from a comic that I downloaded, it's like, um, from Comixology's um sales, um, like prior to the Wonder Woman movie. This would be um, Wonder Woman: The True Amazon from Jill Thompson. Jill Thompson has um, it's not only a long history um like, um, illustrating um, Wonder Woman's adventures back in the day, she took over from George Perez towards the end of his run, but she also, um, has a, uh, long history in Vertigo as well, illustrating, um, it's, like, um, numerous Sandman projects, including an, a full volume of the of the ongoing series on Brief Lives. Here, like, she tells, um, the story, story of Diana's origins, it's, like, showcasing her life on, on Themyscira, it's, like, as a, uh, as a very spoiled, very arrogant princess. I mean, yes, we get the whole clay. It's like I'm sculpted from clay origin. Like here, and she was she showed to be the best of the Amazons, but also someone who is like very deeply arrogant. It's like and again selfish because of it. And as the story goes on, when she um when like they have this contest to determine who is the best of the Amazons, um, Diana's arrogance winds up getting um like. Like her, on like her idol killed, and um several of the Amazons um like grievously irreparably injured. Now it's like the uh, now the, the now Thompson's art is like it's like it's very it's very impressive. It's like very welcoming. And it's like it's and the storytelling is simplistic enough that it's like appeals to all ages. I could I would have no problem recommending this stories to um as one to show your kids, if it wasn't for some of the violent bits towards the ends or some of the sexually charged parts it's like at, that occur throughout the volume. But, um, you know, it's like, well, it seems to be telling a story that is, you know, poised to be, like, one of redemption. You know, Diana, like, you know, like, doing wrong by her people, but then eventually, like, you know, like, I'm, do- like I'm redeeming herself at the end. Well, it only tells half that because it turns out that, you know, her, uh, it's like her story of redemption to, um, basically ends with her going to man's world in order to, um, find that, that redemption. And that's, well, okay. But I, yeah, I, I was left want, um, wanting or really hoping that, you know, it's like, you know, we get that full, that Agnesor like would come full circle that Dana would like, you'll know, learn to become become a true a true hero and you know then decide to stay in man's world and you know become a, become a superhero you know and join the justice league and all that that's not what happens here in fact i it really does feel like this like the story's like begging for a second half because you know to end with you know your main character like i'm um, suffering um like self-inflicted disgrace and then leaving, you know, it's calling out for the story to uh, basically redeem the character at some point, and that's not what happens here. So while I was I was hoping this would be like like an a I, I fully-fledged origin story to uh, put, pit against um, what Morrison gave us, it ultimately kind of suffers from the same stuff in that sense that, you know, okay, yeah, this is the story you told us before you can tell us what comes next. That being said, you know, it's like I also went and checked out some of the, um, um, comics from her um her uh, longest run around over 220 issues that started back in ni- 1980s with starting with uh, George Perez um who's a fantastic artist and much less um skilled when it comes to writing dialogue um in it's like in his um 1980s um series he uh, like he got the job of um like re- of um reestablishing Diana Diana's origin character on um, post crisis on infinite earths and it sets her and it does a good job of setting her up, sending her and the, uh, it's like and the Amazon's up. It's like, like on their like on, on paradise Island. And I'm um, sending, i um, eventually having like Diana. It's like, you know, um, like as is the case for most of these origins, she like Steve show like i um, shows up. And so Diana winds up coming, coming to man's world in order to, you know, it's like it's like learn their ways and act as an ambassador of peace to to them. It's like well, the original arc um, basically has um, it's like has uh, Ares um, as a like as the main antagonist here, and him and having him scheme to uh, like to destroy man's world through like through his machinations of himself and his and his sons Phobos and Demos. Um, then the second arc um, basically has schemes to have him. Or basically, has winds up um having Wonder Woman. I'm um, trying to prove her worth to the other other gods, and you know it's like taken as a whole, it's all right. But you know it's like Perez's art is magnificent in these runs. It's like it, he's a fantastically detailed artist, and it's just amazing to just pour over the detail that he invested in these series. I mean, even when um, it's like the uh, like he has to um like uh, have have someone apply the finishes to his work. It still looks um pretty damn impressive. Problem is that um his dialogue is really um ge- fairly generic and uh, it's like and, and straightforward. It's just very very plain, very blah, and it was honestly a chore to get through most of the stuff. Yeah, I'll admit that it takes a lot longer than it, than it does to get through most. Those today's decompressed comics. So if you're looking for something that will take a lot of your time, then the first um, volume of Wonder George Perez offers like fantastic art, um, okay storytelling. Um, for a point of comparison, um, the like um John Ostrander and Kim Yale's work in Suicide Squad, while you know not exactly great by today's standards, holds up a lot better in terms of just being of, of offering up, you know, relatively. Straightforward, you know, snappy, and occasionally witty um, dialogue. Perez's, you know, kind of like um, gets bogged down in very expository stuff. Now, jump forward, uh, like well, like well over a decade, probably about close to fifteen years later. Then you come to the uh, like to the writer who's kind of def- who's done, who has done a lot to define Diana in the modern era, and that would be Greg Rucka. I. For whatever reason did not get around to picking up um his run in collected form when it came when it first arrived. So I wound up getting the uh, first volume of um the deluxe collection of his of his work, which collects the uh, Hikatea graphic novel and the first ten issues of his run on, it's like like on her ongoing title. Hicatea um is basically invokes a, a Greek tradition of it's like it's like it's like of somewhat of a uh, member of the ruling class who is forced to offer. Um, like protection by someone from the lower class, basically the person of the, from the lower class submits themselves to the um, person, to the uh, like to the person of higher class's will. It's like in exchange for protection and sustenance. Catch is that the um, person of higher class cannot abuse this, or else they would find themselves subject to um vengeance by the Furies. Now, in Diana's case, she finds herself um open to the um. Tradition of Hikatea, when, when a woman who uh, who escaped from Gotham City, and yes, Batman does figure into the story uh, after she's killed several um like several bad bad guys. So she protects she um um she protests herself in front of Diana like for, to, ple- to pledge Hikatea, and how Diana is responsible for making sure this woman is look um is is looked af- is, is taken care of. Especially when Batman comes calling, because you know like, those murders have to be answered for. The it's a it's like it's a nice story that showcases um what um Wonder Woman's um it's like 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 uh, her like her like her dedication to um make sure the, uh, the the letter of the law the letter and spirit of the law are done it's like are done right by. Because you know these are the guys that the that her, her that her supplicant killed. You know, bad bad guys who deserve to die. But um, you know, also like you know they were it's like like they were still um they were still murdered. So you know like, how do you answer for for this thing? It's kind it kind of plays out as you'd expect in that case. And um, I was kind of hoping for when I originally read the series, I was hoping for that. You know, what, I was wondering, what would this series be like if you got Wonder Woman, um, if, if the person, like, um, protesting, um, Hikatea would, uh, like, bit of end, like, someone, like, like, really bad. You know, it's like, just like, one Woman finds winds up, winds up herself burdened with this, like, the worst house guest ever. So, but, um, that's not the case here, and it's revealed later on that, you know, she can reject it. Like, so when Batman tries, tries to, to, um, Invoke the law of Hecatea. Like she just says, "Yeah, Bruce, I know you're. I know you're fucking with me." So yeah, I kind of wish there had been more um, explanations as to how the rules of this, the story worked. It's like it's a it's an interesting, if fairly straightforward story in terms of how it plays out. It has some really nice art from JG Jones, and were probably one of the all time great Wonder Woman covers. It doesn't actually involve her. All it involves is her boot on Batman's face, um, as she pins him to the ground, which is a very, which is a memorable image. Like no matter how you look at it. Um, the catch is with, with, um, JG Jones art is that sometimes the women, yeah, they'll look like they're just, you know, kind of like posing for, uh, it's like, for like whoever's looking at the panel. And that's just, l- just more than a little distracting right there. Now I, uh, now with this, um, Wonder Woman by, G- by greg rucka collection i um finally got a chance to read some of the some of the issues from his ongoing series and those are actually pretty good it's like we got to see um wonder woman um engaging as her day job like as a uh, ambassador to Th- the miss Sarah, while also um dealing with the uh, fallout from the um, book she writes she writes about um like how like you know how people sh- how like um like how people can like can live their lives according to um, the Masyrian way, and you know there are some people who like um, mostly conservative minds in the U.S. who have very um, like um, specific ideas about how you know that's a bad thing. It's like, and so it's interesting to see her you know hit like her and her PR team butt heads with you know these people while she also um deals with uh, it's like with um, superhero crises such as a forest fire and the return of a, a former friend turned. It's like um, termed bitter, bitter enemy. It's like and also the introduction of like her own um Lex Luthor, um type character. i um, Veronica Kale, a uh, billionaire um pharmaceutical developer, who um believes that you know she is someone who um like pulled herself up by her bootstraps from a very impoverished life to become like the uh like like this um this billionaire female industrious. And she's like, hey, you know, like Diana isn't the real Wonder Woman. Veronica believes that she is. So that's that's a really interesting um, dynamic like to observe right there, and um, Rucker introduces a great um, villain and like with um, Doctor Psycho who is kind of like a demented um, like demented um dwarf who can um make make you uh, feel like you believe anything you see. Like naturally, um, like he beats his match when um Dana like brings her lasso of truth into all this. Overall, the uh, like this um run of uh, like this. Big collection of um, Rucka's run, like his original run, it's like has been like was pretty entertaining. And I look forward to picking it up, it's like as new as new editions are released. I hope. Um, now Rucka has um come back to uh to Wonder Woman for the rebirth era. Now, while the first volume I was not thoroughly impressed with because it looked like he was telling a big you know, everything you knew about the character is wrong story which gives you very little to hang on to particularly when it looks like he's trying his best to cat to uh, kick the uh um azarella chang run out of continuity i will say that hey i got um the very day that i'm recording this right now i've got the uh, uh the uh, second volume of his run which is wonder woman year one um arrived in the mail and this one a lot better it's like we get to see, uh get to see hit Get to see a Diana's um days on like on like on Paradise Island, like Sea Turtles arrival in, it's like, like um by ch- by chance on on the island, and um Diana departing to, it's like, you know, to act as ambassador to Man's World, and just figure out what you know what Ares um um evil plan is on the it's like in the world, and yeah, this is like the third Wonder Woman origin story that I've talked about here, and it's also the best. It is the um, most um. Most complete, even if, um, it's like the, uh, having, like, when Ares shows up in the final arc, final, final chapter, it's like, it does feel like, like, oh, wow. It's like, you're going to wrap things up now. Okay. So it's, so I'm just, just seeing, um, seeing Diana, like, well, Ruka paces this really well from showing Diana, um, like on paradise, her life on paradise Island, to um steve trevor and and, um how he um finds his way his life prior to finding his finding his way to paradise island and all the uh like the, the hand wringing among the amazons that you know comes from them trying to figure out you know what to do about this and also the uh i'm seeing how dan like you know like um adapts to like being in this strange new world it's like for a lot of this volume i was actually thinking you know maybe this this is what should have been the uh it's like the uh, Wonder Woman movie, but yeah, I'll admit that I will go ahead and say that you know having Ares show up at the very end that is kind of a big whoa, a big hiccup for like for the story, even as it um, does inform like um Ruckus larger um, everything you know about the, the character's origin is wrong, um st- story, so it's so so overall it's like I do feel a lot better about um, picking up subsequent volumes of the, well. The two volumes that are going to follow because Rucca has left um, the series with issue 25 to get back to focusing on his creator owned work um, Black Magic with um, Wonder Woman Year One artist Nicola Scott, and also um, Lazarus with um, Michael Lark, which he hopes to uh, resume as a monthly series um, early, early next year. So I guess if you're looking for a nice uh, through line with uh, Wonder Woman's uh, comics, Look for Greg Rucka, Rucka's name at this point, because he, because he's done a lot of stuff, and it's his is arguably the most readily in print at at this point. Um, George Perez's stuff, it's like, is probably um like uh, most fondly remembered, even if I don't think it is aged all that well. And also the uh, like the Chang, um Chang run is complete and available in paperback and like and hardcover. So. There's a lot of good a lot of good comics like like involving, uh, involving Wonder involving one woman and I certainly hope that the um the fact that the woman that um the movie's success um helps um spur a lot of these on to uh like to even greater greater sales sales success at this point point. and I'm looking forward to reading um volumes three and four from from Rucca as uh, from the rebirth era now so we'll see how that goes and look forward to um reading about those you know when they arrive it's like it's like on the site. Um, John, I know you, you haven't gotten around to seeing Wonder Woman yet. Shame on you. But um, any other thoughts on this?
0: Oh, no. I was just wallowing in my shame. Okay. Um,
1: as long as you're wallowing. Yeah, I'm just wallowing.
0: No, um, you know, uh, I was going to see it. And you know what? Um, well, uh, the theater that's closest to my house is um, is one of those reserved seating kind of deals. And um uh they've been uh, and so yeah you can sell out of a show um fairly easily i guess i i guess it's possible anywhere else but bottom line is that check some of the times yesterday and uh and they were all sold out. I was just like, "Wow, I can't really, uh, can't really get in there." So, I guess if that's a testament to people really want to watch this movie, then uh, hey, that's great. Nope, fan. Um, but well, you know, I'm sure, they wanted to go see it last weekend as opposed to the Mummy. So the Mummy. Now, yeah, we're not. This is not a movie podcast, but we do talk about movies here. Is this supposed to be a remake of something? Uh,
1: it's basically like you know. Universal has the rights to like you know the, the like they have all these old movie like horror movies they did back in the day you know like Frankenstein yep. the wolfman the mummy the invisible man mm-hmm. and now like this their dark universe is supposed to incorporate all of them but it may be um um dead on arrival
0: um it in, in the US at least so mm. oh well uh you know um but not not Wonder Woman though uh, yeah no 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 um I imagine not. So, yeah, and uh, I'll give you guys my thoughts after I watch it. You know, I'll, I'll let the listeners know. Anyway, uh, do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Next
1: time, I'm going to find out if if Marvel's Civil War II is as bad as everyone
0: is saying it is. All right. Well, hey, that'll be an interesting conversation. So, I am because I have actually heard the same. Let's find out. All right. Um, but that'll be next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. That's right. All right. Bye later